What you doing? I'm running out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hey, folks. It's Greg Allman with the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com. Back for the Locked on Bucks podcast. Uh, moving along in our off-season here. I guess this is uh, episode 111. We keep counting from the in-season stuff. Uh, sorry to have gone a couple days here without talking. I think we'll probably be closer to a weekly or twice-weekly model here in the off-season. But it does give us uh, a lot to talk about, uh, catching up on the last uh, five or six days here with the Bucks. Uh, of course, everything in Tampa this week uh, is the College Football National Championship game, which is tonight between Clemson and Alabama. Uh, Alabama trying to get their fifth title in eight years. Uh, Clemson trying to knock them off for the second year in a row. Uh, it's been neat to see all the uh, national attention on Tampa. Uh, Jameis Winston was uh, live here in Tampa on the Mike and Mike show. Mike Greenberg, Mike Golick on ESPN this morning. I uh, had a chance to catch up with him afterwards. Uh, I thought Jameis did very well. Had like a 20-minute segment on the show. Uh, hit on a bunch of topics. His own team. Uh, obviously, the Bucks had a lot of... Uh, Success against teams that are in the playoffs and still alive in the playoffs, whether it be Seattle or Kansas City or Atlanta. Uh, talked about that. Talked about the two teams in tonight's championship game as well. Uh, it was neat to get Winston's perspective uh, as a guy who won a national championship at Florida State as a redshirt freshman. Uh, talking about Jalen Hurts at Alabama, who uh, is just a freshman as well. Uh, first freshman to start at quarterback for Nick Saban. Obviously uh, has gone undefeated in his rookie year. Uh, much the way Jameis did uh, back in 2013. So neat that way to uh, get his perspective on things. Uh, had talked to him for a little bit afterwards. Uh, and it's neat to see how Jameis uh, has recognized uh, how Tampa has handled the national spotlight of hosting this game. Uh, he was saying that he had talked to his friends about how he's seen this in the last few days and recognizes the word he used is how Tampa would electrify with the Bucks' playoff per berth, uh, and recognizes how close they were to that this year. Uh, I think it's definitely a point of frustration uh, that had they won, I think Jameis said any of three games he pointed to that were right there to be won and they fell short in, uh, you win any of those three, you're in the playoffs. So there's definitely a, uh, a hunger this offseason. Jameis said he had not, uh, I think he's kind of had the week to catch his breath, has not looked at any tape yet. Uh, he said part of that is that they, they won their last game, so there's less of a look back and see what went wrong and what can be fixed. He'll certainly do that. But right now, uh, just kind of enjoying himself, catching his breath. Uh, I think they'll start some off-season conditioning here in a week or two. Uh, and before you know it, we will be into uh, OTAs and mini camps and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, Adam Humphreys has been around a lot. Adam's a Clemson grad, uh, very proud Clemson Guy here in town uh, saw him over at the uh, playoff in Central, playing with uh, with the kids out there uh, during some of the uh, the free kind of uh, clinics they do out there with football and throwing and all that kind of stuff. He uh, was also out at Clemson's football practice. Uh, I was talking to Jeff Scott, the offensive coordinator and receivers coach at Clemson, about Hump and kind of the legacy he's already left at Clemson in terms of hard work. How they still talk about him as a guy who. Uh, 
showed how much the little things and the technique and the fundamentals can carry you when you don't have all the physical gifts that some of these receivers these days have. Some of these five-star kids that flame out. You know, Adam Humphreys is a you know five-eleven guy. Uh, didn't have many offers coming out of high school, and now is you know has caught uh, eighty-two passes in his first two NFL seasons. So there's a guy on their current roster, a kid named Hunter Renfro. That, that is kind of talked about as being the next Humphreys. He's also 5'11", also an undersized guy, catches out of the slot. Uh, he's had, I think, at least 30 catches his last two years here, uh, has nine touchdowns in two years. So neat to see how uh, how much his presence is still felt on that team, how much they still uh, take pride in what he's doing with the Bucks this season. Uh, that's been cool to see. Mike Smith. Uh, definitely a big thing to talk about there. Uh, defensive coordinator for the Bucks. We kind of knew this was coming. Uh, has interviewed for openings with the Jaguars and the Chargers. Uh, has ties to both cities. Uh, obviously, spent a lot of time with the Jaguars as his assistant on that same Jack Del Rio staff with Dirk Cutter. And uh, did well there before he went to Atlanta as a head coach. Uh, has also interviewed with the Chargers. It looks like the Chargers are specifically looking for a defensive or special teams backed head coach who would keep their offensive personnel in place. Uh, Mike Smith, I did not realize this until this past week, but Mike Smith uh, got his start as a college coach at San Diego State, was a grad assistant, then the linebackers coach with the Aztecs. This is 30 years ago. And, of course, the Chargers might not be in San Diego that much longer, but uh, I think he's definitely in the mix for both. In talking to Jameis today about Mike Smith, there's certainly a respect for what Mike Smith was able to do for the Bucks defense, much the same way Dirk Cutter did with the offense a year earlier. Uh, I think they know that he deserves to be an NFL head coach. They'd love for him to stay. Uh, Jameis felt like the defensive leadership, the players, uh, would certainly help with any adjustment if a new coordinator were to come in, if Mike Smith were to uh, get one of these head coaching jobs. Uh, could be a short amount of time. Both teams have been busy uh, interviewing a lot of candidates, uh, I would think you'll see a, a move on both here this week. Uh, whether that involves Mike Smith or not, we don't know. But, uh, again, when Dirk Cutter brought him on, uh, very much new as a possibility. If he had a good year, he could be one and done here with the Bucks. Uh, and, again, uh, for this franchise, I think you have to be happy if you can be hiring assistants good enough to be head coaches elsewhere. Uh, it's been a while since they've had that here with the Bucks. Uh, before we get to anything else, I do want to talk about our sponsor today. We have SeatGeek back as a sponsor on the podcast. Always great to have SeatGeek on board. Uh, whenever you're looking for tickets online, think about SeatGeek and what you can find there. You know, Tonight, we've been talking all season about the, uh, the big ticket of the year being this national championship game here in Tampa. Uh, and again, not disappointing. You look at the average cost uh, right now, the cheapest seat, I should say, to get into the stadium for tonight's Alabama Clemson National Championship game is $1,690 to get in for anything. The high dollar seat on SeatGeek right now is $9,900 to get you in. Uh, Again, that's, I think, a $450 face. So they're now pulling nearly more than three, almost four times as much uh, in terms of the the cost to get into that game right now. So if you're looking at SeatGeek, uh, that's an option for you. Even now, just hours before the game, you can still get in. If you're listening to this, still here on Monday, SeatGeek uh, is a way you can get into that stadium right now if you have the money to afford a seat for uh, a game as big as this. I'm not sure Tampa's had a game this big 
even the Super Bowls, I don't think we're pulling this much. You go back to 09, and I can remember those. Uh, this might be one of the toughest tickets Tampa has ever had. Overall, uh, I want to make sure you guys know that SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the football games you want to see up close and in person. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year. And with SeatGeek, it's never been easier to get the guaranteed seats you want for a great value. I've got the SeatGeek app on my phone. It is by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere. And with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats for this weekend or any game if you look in the playoffs this season. Again, pricey seats this time of year, but you can find them on SeatGeek. And with SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek price compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but with SeatGeek, you will always find the lowest available price. SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck, and that's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You can sort for cheapest, or you can sort for the best value grade. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Regardless, every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is backed by their 100% guarantee, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Uh, for my listeners, uh, best of all, you can get a $20 rebate off your first SeatGeek purchase. To get that $20 rebate, you have to download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add a promo code. Add promo code LOBUCKS, that's locked on bucks, L O B U C S. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. So download the SeatGeek app today and enter promo code LOBUCKS today. Thanks again to SeatGeek uh, for being a podcast sponsor here. Uh, Bucks have signed a couple players. Uh, this is the time of year where you start seeing new faces. Uh, it's been a while since we've had like a completely new face to talk about with the Bucks. Uh, the first name I'll mention is a kicker named John Lunsford. Uh, I think at the last podcast we had just mentioned that Dirk Cutter was promising they would bring in competition for Roberto Aguayo in his second year, uh, talking about how if he was not uh, performing at a high level, like any other position, he might be out. So uh, John Lunsford, I don't know that John Lunsford is the best competition they will find for him in this offseason, but he's certainly the only other kicker roster right kicker on roster right now. Uh, intriguing to uh, look at John Lunsford's background. Uh, he reminds me a lot of Pat Murray, if you guys remember Pat Murray from a couple years back. Uh, John Lunsford is also a small school guy. Uh, came up, you know, and, and small school guys, again, I, I think about uh, in general kicker being a position where it doesn't matter if you're a small school kid or uh, a top five you know, national power five conference guy. Just because field goals are the same distance, upright to the same no matter what. Uh, but anyway, he's got an uh, interesting background to look at as somebody who kicked at Liberty, which is a 1AA school. Uh, he is 1AA's all-time career leader with 12 field goals of 50 yards or longer. So has a very strong leg, uh, 357 yarders. Uh, 60-yarder that he hit at the end of regulation last year uh, to force overtime. Uh, again, he ended up losing against Richmond. But also struggles badly on, on shorter kicks. Uh, I think we, you know, look at him as a foil to Roberto Aguayo. And then Aguayo, this year, didn't hit a kick longer than 43 uh, and got to where he was fairly consistent on the shorter kicks. Lunsford's nearly the opposite. He can kick from 60, as we said, uh, but went 8 of 23 on kicks between 40 and 49 yards. Uh, and that makes you wonder whether or not he can be consistent enough to really be competition in the NFL. There are some teams that will 
carry two kickers. And you'll have one guy as a kickoff specialist, as the extra long field goal specialist. That's kind of a roster luxury. You have to have somebody else somewhere else that's kind of saving you a roster spot to justify uh, two kickers on your active roster every week. Uh, but anyway, Lunsford in. The other name uh, that's just come up more recently is a guy named Darrell Walker. Uh, you might not know the name, but uh, he is a receiver. Has spent the last two years in the CFL with the Edmonton Eskimos. Uh, and a prolific receiver at that. Uh, went to college with Mike Evans at Texas A&M. His last two years, Darrell Walker's last two years, was Rookie of the Year in the CFL in 2015. 89 catches for 1,110 yards and six touchdowns. And then this past year was basically the number two receiver in the CFL. Had 109 catches for 1,589 yards and 10 touchdowns. Uh, Was fairly coveted as a free agent. Again, these CFL stars, when they come in as NFL free agents, aren't getting uh, multi-million dollar bonuses or anything like that. But there usually is a fair amount of interest in them. And uh, what you see is he said he had eight teams uh, that he uh, worked out for. This was all basically in the month of December. He went to the Bucks uh, right before Christmas. I think it was December 20th is when he worked out here. Had three more workouts lined up uh, to continue with after the Bucks, and liked what he saw enough that he just stuck with it and, and signed with the Bucks. Uh, he mentioned in terms of what teams he went to, uh, just seven other teams. The Jaguars were in there. Uh, Saints were in there. He mentioned the 49ers, um, just a long list. And again, what stood out to him the most is, is that Mike Evans was here. It's a chance for him to get back to playing with a guy he's remained good friends with, uh, had a lot of success, lining up opposite him. Um, and as a result, you know, he's here with the Bucks. His numbers in 13 with Texas A&M. This is a, the Johnny Manziel uh, Heisman Trophy season at Texas A&M. And uh, Darrell Walker, 51 catches for 818 yards and five touchdowns, uh, which made him like their number two, number three receiver right in there. He worked out with the Vikings, Bears, Redskins, Jaguars, Bengals, 49ers, and Saints. So uh, a couple of good teams in there, a couple of receiver needy teams. But again, only one of them has Mike Evans. Uh, I think he got to meet Jameis Winston at Mike's wedding this past year in February. And again, he'll fit right into that mix. Uh, if you look at the Bucks' receiving core right now, uh, I imagine they're going to add to that, whether it's in free agency or in uh, the draft coming up, and, and potentially very high in the draft. But obviously they know they have Mike Evans and Adam Humphreys back. Uh, they might have Russell Shepard back. He's an unrestricted free agent. Uh, certainly somebody they value. You just don't know how much other people with other teams value as well. Uh, Bucks have Josh Huff as a restricted free agent. Um, you know, they could have guys like Freddie Martino and Bernard Reedy and and Dante Dye back as well. There'll be a lot of competition for the depth at receiver, including newcomers. Uh, but will be fun to see how Darrell Walker fits into that. Uh, a guy that has some speed, has some good size, about 6'1", uh, and, and prides himself on his route running, which is not something you hear often. A uh, very polished route runner. Uh, other things we want to get to from the past week. All Pro Team came out. Uh, I guess that was Friday? Friday, I think that was. Uh, no bucks on the first team All Pro, and obviously All Pro is a little bit more prestigious than Pro Bowl. Uh, Pro Bowl has a much bigger roster. Uh, I forget where I think the Pro Bowl was initially like 92 guys that made the Pro Bowl roster. Uh, by the time you take away the injuries and the injury replacements and the playoff replacements, I think last year was like 132 that made the team. 
so by comparison, uh, a much smaller first-team All-Pro, uh, the Bucks were, were not represented there, got left out there. I think only 14 NFL teams had players on that first-team All-Pro. Did have three guys make it as second-team All-Pros uh, with different levels of surprise and uh, expectedness there. Mike Evans, Gerald McCoy, and Levante David uh, made second-team All-Pro. Uh, there's definitely some... I don't want to say controversy, but debate as to whether Mike Evans could have been one of the first two receivers. They went with Antonio Brown and Julio Jones. Uh, you know, Julio Jones didn't have the amazing season he had in 2015 where he had nearly 2,000 yards. Uh, that What stood out to me about Julio Jones was him having six touchdowns as compared to 12 for Mike Evans. Uh, Julio had slightly more yards, uh, pretty comparable in catches. But again, I felt like a two-to-one difference in touchdowns, even as prolific as the Falcons were, uh, I thought you could make a good case for Mike Evans being a first-team All-Pro this year. But he got second-team with Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, probably a little surprised to see Levante David get second-team. Uh, he's a guy that had kind of flown under the radar by his own standards uh, for most of the first half of this year. Obviously had that big pick-six against the Chargers, had two sacks in the win uh, at the end of the season against the Panthers, so made some plays. Don't get me wrong. Levante David tied for the NFL lead with 17 tackles for a loss, but I think he was probably the most surprising of the three. Uh, Gerald McCoy ended up finishing fifth among NFL defensive tackles and sacks, but again, uh, I think the writers that decide on this know Gerald well and know the uh, links that opposing offenses go to account for him as they game plan against the Bucks. Uh, whether it be extra personnel, double teams, all those kind of things. So those three got All-Pro. Uh, you know, a year ago, Doug Martin was a first-team All-Pro, but he was the only guy with the Bucks to make either team. So it's encouraging for them uh, to have three guys represented on those two teams there. I do want to talk uh, – uh, there's one more thing we want to get to, and that is uh, Mike Evans being uh, a finalist for NFL uh, Clutch Performer of the Year. Uh, they were citing his Week 17 – touchdown catch with three minutes to go against the uh, Panthers to win there. Uh, but he's one of five finalists. You know, Mike actually does pretty well in these online votes, so it wouldn't surprise me uh, if he did well there. There's a couple good candidates he's up against there that have a little bit bigger fan bases he's up against. Uh, but that is that uh, online ballot for uh, NFL Edge Clutch Performer of the Year. Uh, it'll be fun to see whether uh, whether he can win that or not. Bucks have won a couple of those this year. Uh, with a different online balloting. So we'll see if he can pull that out. We will probably come back uh, next week. Uh, the Shrine game comes to St. Petersburg next week. So I'll be busy with that. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a Bucks presence out there as they start to try and figure out their uh, their draft board uh, here over the next uh, three, three and a half months, I guess. Uh, but for now, that should wrap things up. Thank you guys for listening to the Locked on Bucks podcast. We'll be back uh, later this week. Uh, with much more to talk about. But thanks again. Enjoy the national championship game tonight between Alabama and Clemson. I will be there, and we'll have more on that later in the week. Thanks again, folks. We'll be back later. Thanks for listening to the Locked on Bucks podcast. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At MetroPCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to MetroPCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.